Welcome to the City of Thomasville Spotlight, a weekly show dedicated to providing the community with the latest news and happenings about the City of Thomasville. We will discuss everything from city business, events, daily operations, and public safety. Here's your host, Chris Hurst. WPAX Local News Director Chris Hurst here is always happy and fortunate and blessed. Our guest today is somebody that I've really been looking forward to talking with and looking forward to this. First of all, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. We've got some important information to put out, so I appreciate your help with getting our words of safety out before school starts. My name is Crystal Parker. I'm a corporal with Thomasville Police Department. I am the community relations officer for the department, so I'm often involved in our community events and outreach. So happy to have you here today, Corporal Parker. About 13 years of service with the Thomasville Police Department now? That's correct. It was 13 as of March, so I'm trucking along. In my humble opinion, Thomasville is the best place to live, to work, and to play. And I honestly don't feel like it would be that way without folks like you. So thank you for that more than 13 years of service to the community that we both love. Thank you so much. The magic day for Parents and students here in Thomasville is August the 8th. I know some parents really looking forward to that day to some degree. And and so that brings up a hot topic today, and that is school zones. Yes, always, always a popular topic, Chris. (laughs) What should we keep in mind as far as school zones are concerned? Yeah, you know, people tend to make this complicated, but it's really very simple. If you just follow the posted speed limits and the school zone areas, that's really the best thing that you can do. You know, our number one goal in all of this is the safety of the kids. And within the city, we have a lot of kids that walk to school, that cross streets, they use the crosswalks. And if anybody's been around a child at any point in their life, you know that they're a little unpredictable and sometimes they'll run around or horseplay or whatnot. And so we really want cars in our school areas to slow way down and pay attention to what's going on around them. want to protect those kids at all costs. So that's the main message today is pay attention to the speed limits and really lower your speed, particularly when the yellow lights are flashing, it reduces even more. Is there a standard speed in those school zones within the city limits of Thomasville? Yes. Yes, the standard regular posted speed limit is 35 miles per hour. That has not changed. It stays that way unless those yellow school zone indicator lights are on. And if they're on, that means that it's a high traffic time of day. Lots of children on foot, lots of people crossing the street. If those yellow lights are flashing, it means that the speed is reduced to 25 miles per hour. So if the lights are not flashing, it's 35 miles per hour. And if the lights are flashing, it's 25 miles per hour. So there's just a couple short times throughout the day where those lights are flashing, but the rest of the time, it's 35 miles per hour. And if people obey those limits and pay attention as they should be when they enter those zones, they shouldn't have any problem with that at all. Is there a set time when those yellow lights are generally flashing? It's during drop-off and pick-up hours. Drop-off and pick-up hours because those are the times when there's the most kids on foot. So that's why it's restricted to that time period. Bottom line here, watch your speed in these school zones slow down. 
Yeah, that's correct. And one hot topic for the last couple of years has been the speed detection cameras, which have really done a great service to us in allowing us to be free to answer other calls for service while also encouraging our motorists to maintain the proper speed in those areas. So those are posted on both East and West Jackson on East Clay Street and on South Broad Street. Generally, the way it works is that if you go through the school zone area, anytime between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., PM, that's when those cameras are operating and capturing speeders activity. They will then send the information to the police department, which will then be reviewed by an officer to make sure that the violation was captured properly. Was it a time when the kids were in school and were they actually in violation of the posted speed limit at that time of day? So once those are confirmed, the violator will receive a mailed citation, which it doesn't have any effect on your driver's license or insurance. But what it will do if someone fails to address it or pay it, it'll place a hold on the vehicle registration. So, you know, we just want to remind people to pay attention to those things. If they have questions, they can certainly bring it to the police department. But the easiest thing that you can do is just drop your speed and pay attention to what you're doing. That's the main word at the end of the day is we want people to watch out for our kids. And at the end of the day, I believe it has resulted in safer school zones here in Thomasville. And as you pointed out, it takes some measure of burden off of our officers. Thomasville's finest, I call you guys, <laughs> take some burden off of you as well. And as you pointed out, within the city limits of Thomasville, it is not unusual at all to see students walking to and from school and just pedestrians in general. What can we be aware of? as far as crosswalks and just pedestrians in general? Yeah, the biggest thing that I see when I'm out driving and working is that I see a lot of people on cell phones. It's a big distraction. It's just one of many, many things that we can be distracted by behind the wheel, but it's the easiest thing we can control. I would encourage everyone to be mindful about their phone activity by putting it down, making a pact to not touch that phone again until you're parked and in a secure area. You know, people can cross into a roadway, a kid can dart into traffic, someone on a bicycle can swerve into your lane suddenly, and if you're not looking, we could have a tragedy that's easily preventable if we're all paying attention. I think one of the good things here in Georgia is, you know, we have that hands-free law But aside from just the legal aspect of it, just like you said, if we make that decision to go ahead and put the phone down and keep our eyes on the road, that can truly be a life-saving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and as I said, it's a preventable tragedy. And I don't know how I would live with myself if I were to very badly injure somebody because I wanted to look at a text message for a second. It can wait. It can wait. Well said. Also, beginning August the 8th, of course, driver's We'll be sharing the road with those big yellow school buses. That's what right. do we need to keep in mind there? That's right. Um, So, you know, with the school buses, they flash both yellow and red lights, and both of those are indicators to the rest of the motoring public that the bus is about to do something. So if you're seeing yellow lights on the bus, that generally means that it's preparing to stop. If the lights are red, that means that you need to stop your vehicle as well. So whether you're traveling towards the bus or traveling behind that bus, if it comes to a stop, that stop arm comes out, the red lights are on, that means that they're unloading or loading kids. And so we need to wait patiently until the bus 
proceeds forward again. Again, kids are unpredictable. We don't know what they're going to do. So you just have to be mindful about that and everyone do their part. And again, here in Georgia, it is against the law to pass that bus when that stop arm is out. That is true. And that's something that we'll be on the lookout for. It's incredibly dangerous and definitely something that we're not going to permit. If we see it, you will likely be issued a traffic ticket. Adhering to that stop arm on these buses, that's just another one thing that it's imperative and and it's a life-saving tool, that stop arm on the school buses. Let's talk a little bit about a high traffic area, August the 8th and probably for a few weeks and really throughout the school year. High traffic area is that school drop-off line. Oh, yes. I know everybody's favorite place to be on an afternoon waiting for that. You know, I think most schools do a good job of letting the parents know what's expected of them while they're in those lines. So my advice there would be to adhere to that. Be patient. Everybody is frustrated. Everybody's got somewhere else to go and somewhere to be. You know, ultimately, everyone's waiting just like you are. So everyone deserves the same level of respect and courtesy to one another. So just try to keep that in mind. Keep your frustrations at bay. Give a shout out to the school staff who handle that every day because they really go to great lengths to make it as organized and as stress-free as possible. So just take care of one another. A heavy dose of patience will serve us well in those school drop-off lines to say the very least. And Corporal Parker, this is another area, really anytime that we're in the car, we should have that phone down and our eyes on the road. But Definitely in the school drop-off line, it's another place. Absolutely. You know, some parents park down the street and then run through the parking lot and go pick their kids up and pass between cars and things like that. And if you've got your head buried in your phone or you're looking down or not paying attention, you start creeping forward in your car, you might bump into another car, you could hit a pedestrian. It's just one of those situations where you're tempted to let your attention go elsewhere, but you really need to be focused on the task at hand which is picking up the kids safely. The morning of August the 8th, really throughout the month of August, is likely to be hectic on the roads here in Thomasville, not only for the parents, for all drivers. Right, yeah. We all have to recognize that everybody's got somewhere to go. Everyone has some place to be. Most of us are running late sometimes. <laughs> it happens, but you can't let that overtake what our mission is here. You can't let being in a hurry put children in jeopardy. So mind the speed while you're going through school zones. Be courteous to other drivers where possible. You know, just try to be patient and try to recognize that everyone's getting used to this routine again. You've had a few months off and so it's time to get back into the swing of things. And if we all do that with a little courtesy and a little grace, I think it'll go better for everybody. Our City of Thomasville Spotlight today is a double feature. Major Wade Glover began his career with the Thomasville Police Department in 1992. Wade Glover. I'm a major with the Thomasville Police Department. This October will be 30 years. Major Glover, thank you for that three decades of service to our community. Thank you so much. After some recent tragedies, the Thomasville Police Department began to receive some requests from the public for active shooter training. And as we have come to expect from Thomasville's finest, you all delivered. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have a unique opportunity next Tuesday evening here at the Thomasville Municipal Auditorium to offer this training, this active shooter response training. This training is specifically designed for a civilian response and not law enforcement response. Very good. And so that's August the 9th. Yes, sir. From 6 to 8 p.m. here at the Thomasville Municipal Auditorium. Right here in downtown Thomasville. Now, 
folks are going to want to register for this, how would they go about doing that? They can simply contact the police department at 229-227-7075 and speak with our administrative assistant, and she will simply RSVP them on the ledger that we've created, or they can just simply show up. We've had some good response, but the municipal auditorium can hold several people, so if you don't get a chance to RSVP, just please show up, and we will make room somehow. Is this training expensive? This training is free to all public. It is a much-needed training, and we get a lot of requests for this type of training because people simply want to stay safe and they want to keep all of their employees safe, their children safe, and so it's an opportunity for you to learn how to respond into the active shooter situation. So valuable information, and if somebody wants to attend this and, and gain this valuable information, they don't need to bring a dime. They just simply show up at the Thomasville Municipal Auditorium on the evening of August the 9th. That is correct. We'll provide some water and maybe a, a few snacks. Biggest thing that we want to provide here is knowledge of how you should respond in an active shooter event, how you can save your life. And we'll teach that concept of run, hide, fight, and all that. So it boils down, any active shooter event boils down to one thing, and that's target availability. So if you don't make yourself a target, then there's a good chance that you will not be shot in one of these situations. So again, we're going to provide you with some tools and resources that will give you an opportunity to escape evade or even simply hide or even fight your way through an active shooter event it's important that law enforcement agencies provide this to civilians to the public because you just never know Exactly. This particular training is specifically designed for a civilian response, not a law enforcement response. And so, statistically speaking, the national average for a law enforcement officers to respond to one of these type of events is about three minutes. And as you know, a lot of things can happen, a lot of bad things can happen within those three minutes. So, this will provide you with the knowledge that you can maybe save and protect yourself until law enforcement arrives. I know that the Thomasville Police Department, you guys train within the department, train your officers to be able to respond to these situations should they arise. Is this the first time that shooter training has been rolled out to the public or to the civilians here within Thomasville? This is the first time we offer this magnitude of it. Over the last three or four years, we've offered small classes where we go to one church or one business and we would do like a... 30 to 45 minute talk of awareness. But with everything going on in our nation now, we've had several requests from several businesses and churches to put this type of training on. So rather than trying to do 10 or 15 or 20 classes, we would just try to do one and we decided to do it at the Municipal Auditorium. So we would encourage everybody to come out because I think this would be very, very beneficial to you all. Major Glover, this sounds like a perfect example of community policing. Yeah, this is really a perfect example at this time with what's going on in our country. It's an unfortunate situation, but it's a much-needed training. So at the end of the day, our number one primary goal is to save lives, no matter who that life is. Whether it be children, adults, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. We're going to go in and we're going to try to save as many lives as possible. We're also going to take out these shooters. We've got to stop this somehow, some way. And I know that law enforcement by itself can't do that. So having the community involved, that is so, so critical. Everything the Thomasville Police Department does is revolves around on one thing and that is our community you've been listening to the city of thomasville spotlight the show is produced by sherry kane chris hurst and christy owens to learn more about the city of thomasville visit thomasville.org or follow us on facebook thank you for listening